0: We've got a lot of news on USDA funding, plus global food commodity prices are down, and so much more on this episode of the Arkansas AgCast, which starts right now.
1: You're listening to the Arkansas AgCast. Where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation and hosted by Jason Brown and John Nickman. Howdy ho! Wow! (laughs) It's been some time since we've been sitting here, hasn't it? Happy New Year's, gents! Yeah, yeah, 2024.
0: I was thinking this morning, I'm like, I'm equal parts glad to be back, mm, yeah. and uh, thinking, man, we've we got a lot of work ahead of us. Yeah, a whole year's <laughs> worth of work. Uh, the first year of this show is in the books.
2: Yeah, I, I would like to just, you know, say congratulations to John McMinn. You know, he's he made it a year. This would officially be your That's first true. anniversary,
1: I yeah, guess. Yeah, uh, yeah The yeah, first yeah, yeah. show of the new I year. I wonder what... Date it was last year. Was it it year?
2: would have been. It might have been like the twentieth or something was of it? January. So we, we. But maybe with
1: convention or something. Yeah. Like. Well, yep. I
2: just remember. You know, it it wasn't immediately, but it was before yeah. January was over that you had started. Well, so.
1: all I can say is that I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my fans. So I really appreciate. <laughs> All your responses and yeah. likes and all the autographs yeah, the, that I paid uh, you for—they're
2: the ones that keep this room so cold, right? Yeah, the, uh, you know, the
0: uh, fan yeah. spinning, yeah. the fan, the fan mail. Uh, um, it, I've seen it piled up on your desk, honestly. Yeah, yeah.
1: Uh, Latasha's tired of handing it to me in bundles <laughs> every day.
0: Speaking of fans, you know we had our winter commodity meetings uh, on Tuesday, mm-hmm. and I was walking into one of the one of the meetings and and uh, kind of. Trying to slowly make quietly make my way in because the meeting had already started. And the guy comes up beside me. He's like, "Hey, hey, how are you?" And I'm like, "Hey, uh, good. Are you, if you're coming in, I'll let you in." He's like, "Yeah." And I didn't know who he was. Yeah. you know, I was wondering. You know, uh, gosh, I probably met him at another meeting. He's like, "We're so we're in the back of the room. You know this. You know this position. You're in the back of the room. You're listening. You're trying to pay attention to the speaker." He says. I really like your show. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, you've seen us before? He's like, well, I'm mostly a listener. I listen up and down the road. But, yeah. But I love it, and I listen every week. I'm
1: good. <laughs> and you I thought, confidence. well...
0: That was uh that was nice to hear. Yeah. Um,
1: I got some compliments over the Christmas break.
0: Did you? Yeah, while I was ducking. Oh, that's very nice yeah. of your family to
1: yeah co-
0: comment on how good of a job you're doing. Yeah,
1: oh, uh, yeah. My mom's sweet. She's insane. Your number one fan. Uh, so so some folks in the duck blind. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they right. they asked me how it was going. and They really enjoyed it. Well, good deal. So we even, like, pretended like we were on a podcast. So it was a good time. <laughs> how about that? <laughs> little, little role play right there in the, in the duck pile. Assuming y'all didn't kill very many ducks. <laughs> we well, didn't kill anything. We oh, were just me. happy to be there.
0: Yeah, well, that's how it goes most of the time.
1: Yeah, how was your break?
0: Uh, it was good. You know, it was pretty relaxing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I told somebody we only had to travel once, and we actually did that, like, middle of December. Yeah. We um, We hosted we had a you know everybody got what they wanted from santa so yeah no no complaint
1: i was thinking about y'all while we were eating christmas day lunch yeah were you we didn't have deviled eggs this year yeah uh, oh no that's yeah. not that's not right my wife was like oh i didn't make the devil eggs. <laughs> oh no oh, and I said the same thing oh yeah. no oh no <laughs> well, well i
2: can confirm for you guys uh you know our last episode we talked about it but uh Hawaiian Christmas was a blast. I was going to ask. uh, Lots of good food, um, specifically the pies, one of Mm. which was like a, I think they call it like, I forget what it was called, but it's basically just an ice cream cake pie.
0: Oh, okay. No, the
2: span masubi was very good too. Yeah. yeah, it was just it was lots of good stuff.
0: So which which party's country uh won for next year in the uh, vote?
2: so <laughs> next year a Victorian Christmas. Victoria, oh. help me. Bread pudding, okay. you know, uh, oh, yeah. duck,
0: <laughs> <Gross>. Ah. Scrooge is eating. You <see> going <laughs> to have pigeon pie too.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> we, we are going to have a meat fries, probably. Goodness. Um <sighs> and a uh, shepherd's pie is very Victorian, yeah, yeah. so can yeah, we, you know, make a shepherd's pie. <laughs> you, you've done that. You've <laughs> I've done, I've done uh, you've that.
1: Shot a video with that. Are you gonna never. cook a swan?
2: Uh, <laughs> I, me, no. Right out of the
0: community, someone right? else, yeah, maybe. Uh, that's funny, Victorian. <laughs> yeah. I thought you guys had mm. some more, uh, I'll say, adventurous
1: options on the table. I thought Harry Potter was an option. Yeah, Harry Look. Potter, like. <laughs>
2: I I I plead the fifth. Yeah, uh, I'll we say don't want to get you kicked out I was of this say, family. Say just my yet.
1: girlfriend was the one who was the biggest <laughs> proponent for Victorian Christmas. Mm-hmm. So what a wonderful idea! Yeah, it's a great this is idea. Creative. Do you have a top hat and an eye monocle and all that? <laughs> we all are going
2: to get them, and we're all going to get all the men are going to get fake sideburns. Ooh. We're even going to put it on babies.
1: <laughs> it's gonna be great <laughs>
0: if you need mustache tips you yeah know, for yeah, a, yeah. Uh, handlebar, yeah, a handlebar i know mm-hmm. i know the man
1: yeah uh we'll, we'll get you straightened out <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh that's fun that that makes me happy uh well look it is what day is it it's january the 11th um and you guys know if you're listening to this show on thursday or friday mm-hmm. then you know we have a big old fat snowpocalypse uh mm. staring us down at the moment uh <laughs> you know these meteorologists try and be so creative
1: with these storms. Yeah, and
0: The, I am the hammer. The Arctic hammer. The Arctic it like has a
1: graphic and the whole nine. What like, was that Thor movie about? Coming. It's not the perfect storm. It's uh, The Day After Tomorrow. Yeah, uh-huh. with Dennis Quaid. Yeah, with Dennis Jake Quaid. Jake That's all I've kind of been thinking about <laughs> last week because of all this. That's what it feels yeah. like. I feel like we've been talking about this world. storm for three weeks. Yeah. I'm going to be in the New York City Library burning books just to say one. <laughs> well
0: uh we've you know certainly it's supposed to be on its way tonight there's a threat for tornadoes yeah. um tomorrow it'll be like drop 30 degrees by noon i yeah. think here um i think saturday is supposed to be pretty normal pretty chill like like sun shining 45 degrees something like that um and then sunday it all just breaks loose
1: sounds like to me everything's normal in Arkansas then. well yeah. that's right yeah
0: <laughs> take your pick a smorgasbord of mm-hmm. weather options um anyway uh this has me thinking look we're doing we get we get excited about days like this in my house it, it's also a, a, a three day weekend yeah um for most folks um certainly for us so uh we we've kind of been kind of talking about hey what are we you know what what what's what's a snow day going to look like if yeah. we if we get one even if it's monday um and so i thought i would ask you guys a two part question uh, assuming that there is a snow day knock on wood no we don't want to jinx it um assuming there is a snow day give me one activity that you hope to to do to achieve to to take part in and one meal that uh that you just need to have as an adult
1: or what I would have done as a kid.
0: I, yeah, you know what? Let's do it as an adult. Yeah, that's not as fun, but okay. Okay. Well, all right. You don't, Uh, you don't
2: just do the same thing. No. Yeah. Oh, dude, I I, I
1: totally go back 20 years. I I wouldn't be able to like, just cut donuts in my four wheeler across (laughs) Little rock. Like (laughs) I did stuck (laughs) on We didn't have a whole lot of snow days going on. Dude,
0: my bro. neighborhood, speaking of that, I won't see a single four-wheeler all year. Yeah, but l- let an inch of snow fall. Yeah. And there's side... I mean, I swear to God, it's like I live in the out, out, out in the county somewhere. Like, all all those little hidden Side-by-sides by side really yeah. and cool. four-wheeler, four-wheelers and mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff pop out in my
1: neighborhood. I'm like, where did all this stuff come from? Yeah, I guess this will be the first time Anthony had seen... If it does snow, mm-hmm. it'll be the first time Anthony's seen it oh that's so fun. we might throw him out there with yeah princess bonbon bon, the golden retriever <laughs> yeah and i think mary louise is making some sort of soup yeah so yeah chili, gotta, s- chili soup would be good
0: <laughs> i've got a the, the menu's got to be carefully curated i think oh yeah
2: right, you got to be thinking about that
1: matthew what about you you can't just hop up and go to the grocery store if it's what? Nice. yeah
2: you can't just go that's that's rough I mean a I live uh,
1: down like in a valley. Yeah, so that's it's, true. Yeah, yeah it's,
2: I have eggs at my house, so yeah. lots of eggs will mm, be probably uh, okay. eaten. Yeah. Um, courtesy of Costco. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> cans do. of soup. Hopefully there's yeah. electricity to heat them up. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh you know, activities. Probably uh watching my Corgi struggle to jump through, hopefully more than a few inches of snow. <laughs> That'd be entertaining. <laughs> that um, would be pretty fun. You know, drinking coffee and reading a book. Yeah, I think these are the the adult. Yeah, no snowman.
0: Things. Uh, well, uh, not for me. I, I just snowman is just not fun. You know, growing, what growing. if your
1: daughter wants a snowman.
0: Uh, you know, we'll be building snowman. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe two of them.
2: I feel like. It rarely snows enough in Arkansas to make like truly like the idyllic snowman. It but would take a sure. yeah. entire front yard just, of snow. Yeah, it's, yeah, and it's usually muddy by the time you're rolling the yeah. head together. That's that's why
0: it's a messy job in Arkansas. You know, there's leaves wrapped up and all yeah. that's poking out of that. Sun. Yeah. What was the last big one we had? It wasn't last year, year before uh, maybe that? That when well, we got like 17 inches. We were over, out for like four days. Yeah, yeah, over two or three days or something
1: like that's that. That's pretty
0: cool. Yeah. Uh still enough time to have something like that, yeah. I guess. You know, they started talking about this winter, like back in the fall because of the El Nino and mm-hmm. things like that. And mm-hmm. so I would uh I would venture that whatever we get, if we get anything this go around, it won't be the last.
1: Yeah, probably not. I mean, we've uh, talked about that on here, didn't we? I think I gave a report on
0: Yep. I think uh, yeah. See?
1: It's I mean, all coming ask back me to what, what I said and I I probably couldn't tell you, but
0: well, it's going to be pretty. That's a price snow we got, what, last Friday? Friday before last, whenever that was. Yeah,
2: awesome. I wasn't here. But, yeah. it, it It you know, it was here, and then it rained, and it was gone. Yeah, so it, it gone was. by lunch.
1: Well, if the wind blows too hard in my neighborhood, the power goes out. So, mm, so that's what true. I'm really concerned about. I'm yeah. kind of on the verge of going to buy a generator.
2: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Let me tell you, as someone at my old house, uh, power went out all the time. Mm-hmm. It really makes you want one of those built-in generators. Yeah. Those, yeah. those honestly, like they're expensive. It's oh, an It's Super expensive. It's an investment. But like if you're gonna stay at a house for ten years, it's worth it. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. No doubt. Those things are killer.
0: Uh, I have firewood being delivered tomorrow. Yeah. So that should have us covered mostly.
1: Well, our fireplace isn't. it's yeah. not wood. Yeah. Well, it doesn't, it doesn't it heat sell. Uh, it, okay. I don't know. It's missing okay. a part. I
2: yeah, yeah, I just moved into a new house, and uh, you know, trying to make that one work has not gone well. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah you got gas logs. Gas. that's all. It yeah, does. It's, like, it's yeah. It looks yeah.
1: pretty. Well,
0: that's 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 a benefit. A, I I yanked a, my gas logs out last year. Yeah, as an economist, if I don't
1: receive value out of it, I don't like it. That, so. right, well, that's
0: smart, smart thinking. All right. Well, uh, I hope y'all have a uh, enjoyable day and weekend, mm-hmm, no matter mm-hmm. what. The weather brings yeah. um for sure uh let's get into a little bit of news and see if we can't uh can't knock the uh rust off here and okay. and put a show on uh first things first will hopkins uh joined uh the public affairs and government relations team yeah. this week um as the uh rural development and local affairs uh director and have talked to will a few times and certainly uh good to get to know him and have him on staff and, yeah i think uh, he'll do well. see see what he'll do uh let me see an old baseball player you know if anybody's into baseball I bet, i bet he'll be willing to chat chat some uh, baseball with you. oh he's an old baseball he's player. an old baseball oh, okay. he's a he's, yeah. a he's a he was a collegiate baseball player believe, oh how about so, that yeah uh let me see here uh i wanted to jump back to something that we talked about the last time we were with you And that is that USDA and DOE is hosting a virtual listening session uh, on solar energy siting on ag land. Uh, If this is something that uh, concerns you, something that you're seeing in your community, even if you're not a farmer uh, and you say, Hey, look, my rural community, um, you know, has some unique needs or or may not need to lean too hard into this. I I would encourage you to participate as we always say on the show. Your feedback is important. If you don't give your feedback, nobody will. Um, There are a series of these listening sessions uh, happening in the next week or so. Uh, One of them is specifically focused on agricultural producers, on farmers, to participate. Uh, You can do so on January 16th from 9 to 10.30 a.m. our time. Uh, Again, that's USDA and DOE virtual listening sessions on solar energy siting on Agland. Uh, go to USDA's website, DOE's website, um, and see uh, where to participate, how to participate, and let them know if you've got concerns or thoughts, um, you know, on on this topic. I think it'll be important. Uh, let me see. Heads up on the uh, 2024 Arkansas Grown Conference and Expo. Coming up. That is correct. It'll be held January 25th through 27th at the Hot Springs Convention Center. Uh, Yours truly will be there uh, recording this very show on site. So uh, if you have plans to attend, or even if you don't, maybe you want to check it out and try and attend. Uh, Again, that's January 25th through the 27th, the Arkansas Grown Expo uh, happening in Hot Springs. Um, Another one that popped up this week that's pretty popular among our folks is the A-State Agri-Business Conference on February 7th. Uh, Officially announced that date. A little earlier this year, I've been going to that thing for a long time. It's generally on Valentine's Day or right around there. Yeah, uh, But that happens in Jonesboro at the Fowler Center on campus at Arkansas State. Uh, that is, I'll call it, Burt Greenwald's uh, agri-business conference up there.
1: Yeah, he puts on a good show.
0: Yeah, and certainly as we get the agenda uh, and itinerary for that event, we'll, uh, we'll share that here. Um, uh, last thing I've got before we get into the news uh, if you have been keeping up with the show, like you should, uh, as mm-hmm. we've been mm-hmm. off, then you know that we have had some really great deep dives lately. We had a, uh, one to end the year. We've already had a couple this year, uh, go back and catch Whitney Haywood, ag reporter for the Delta farm press. She gave mm-hmm. us some of the top, uh, ag stories of the year in Arkansas. Um, I think that was the last show we put out in 2023. Uh, you got to sit down with Dr. John I Anderson. Did. That was fun. New head of extension. Mm-hmm. I believe we ran that show last week, okay. uh, so you can go back and and have a listen at that. I noticed Talk Business has a feature uh, with Dr. Anderson this week as well. Uh, so a lot to read about there. The economist who spoke in the specialty crops uh, commodity division said. Dr. John Anderson is a big reason why I'm here, why I came here from Michigan. Uh, Big testament to him. Yeah,
1: Trey spoke very highly of (laughs) him, Yeah. which most people do. Yeah,
0: and then uh, we had a surprise visit from Congressman Steve Womack while you were out. Mm -hmm. Um, So I sat down and had a, a chat with the congressman about farm bill, about labor issues, immigration issues, and he spent Thanksgiving at the South Pole. Oh, wow. In Antarctica. Yeah. And he gives us a complete rundown of what the weather was like, what they ate, what he saw. It was really a pretty cool conversation. Was this a work trip?
2: Or... It was a work
0: trip. Wow. He was invited to see some of the projects that are funded by Congress there. Oh. Um, and he spent a good I, he spent time with about eight Arkandans who live there and oh, work. Really? There. Yeah.
1: That's crazy. Yeah,
0: I know. It's pretty cool. Uh, So go back and listen to that episode, too. Uh, We put that out last Friday. Uh, So we did two episodes last week, Dr. Anderson and Congressman Mm -hmm. Wollman. Yep. Uh, And see what, what you can find there. Uh, yeah. So why don't we, yeah, that's a good call. We, we have talked about those a few mm-hmm. times. Do you want to, do you want, sorry, if you're, if you're watching and you see John is. Uh, I had an idea. He, he had an idea. <laughs> uh, so we, let's cover
1: Yeah. Those. We've, uh, we've talked about this before, but since they're going on right now, I figured it'd probably be a good idea to just, uh, remind people, good call. uh, during January and through February, uh, the university of Arkansas's cooperative extension agency will be holding, their 2024 winter row crop production meetings. Uh, They've already held uh, two, which uh, was January 8th and January 10th, uh, let's see, in Moralton and Texarkana. There'll be uh, two more in January, uh, one in Wiener, one in Mariana. Those will be January 23rd and January 29th. But uh, if you want more information uh, and what the dates are in February, there's a bunch of them here, so we don't really have time to go through them. uh, You can go to... Uaex dot uada dot edu. I just put in winter row crop production meetings in Google for University of Arkansas, and it took me straight to that page. And you got it, yeah. How about that? yeah. So uh, for you know, row crop production meetings are going to be a lot of good information in each one of these. Uh, and I'm not sure if they're going to be handling different specific row crops for each county or production practices. I'm not real sure. So be sure to check out their website for dates and more details.
0: I think we talked about this. Several weeks ago, and we also said if you cannot find it on the Google machine, you can call your local county extension yeah. agent or office yeah. and ask them,
1: or call me. I'm I'll, I'll, I'll sure I can help you, John. Man,
0: yeah. How about that? That's I've personal. Concierge uh, meeting updates. Hey man, I'm here to help. Right them.
1: Better be careful.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's not I just going to be mail at your door. It's just make sure I'm uncle. not doing something else at
0: the same time. <laughs> That's funny. uh all right, well, let's get into the news. Let's do it. Uh, and see if we can't uh, teach y'all a thing or two. All right, I'm going to kick off today with some great news for farmers from uh, the Natural Resources Conservation uh, Service here in Arkansas. Yes, we are talking money right out money of the gate in 2024. The USDA Natural Resources Conservation Service, we'll call it NRCS, that's how we all know yep. it, will be utilizing ACT NOW. Uh, to, pers- to process conservation applications in some categories to deliver funding assistance faster to you. We're talking about the Equip program here. Okay. For this fiscal year, the ACT NOW program within EQIP or the Environmental Quality Incentives mm-hmm. Program allows Arkansas NRCS to immediately approve applications in a designated ranking pool when an eligible application meets or exceeds the state-determined minimum ranking score. ACT-NOW will utilize minimum ranking score thresholds for each ranking pool. This means no longer having to wait for all applications to be reviewed and pre-approved in a ranking pool. Nice. Uh, USDA says that if a farmer or rancher has a pending EQIP application at their USDA Field Service Center or has never even applied for EQIP, this is the chance to take action on the funding opportunity. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about the funding a little bit. There are three opportunities included here, seasonal high tunnel initiative, the Mm -hmm. Arkansas soil health initiative and the Arkansas energy initiative. In total with this funding round, there is $19 million available in this program in Arkansas and it will be available on a first-come, first-served basis beginning January 22nd, and it's only open for 30 days. It'll close February 22nd. If you've got questions, there's a statewide informational session scheduled for January 19th. USDA says it plans to have a session hosted in every Arkansas county. We're also told there will be a Zoom option, and keep an eye out on our channels uh, for that link uh, to the Zoom option soon. If you want to learn more, Visit nrcs.usda.gov. There we go. Well, good.
1: That's I, a lot of money.
0: Yeah, it is, and it's broken out so it's 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 in categories. Mm-hmm. Uh, the The high tunnel is a million. I think soil health is ten million, and then the energy is nine million, Okay. Uh, or eight million rather. Um, but mm-hmm. these guys uh, preview on Tuesday. This is you know this is so important and such high priority i think yeah. for us and getting this information out for our members we have asked them to come in and record a deep dive on this oh yeah um uh alvin peer from usda uh, from arkansas nrcs his office he, alvin peer is going to come in have a chat with us and we're going to put that episode out on tuesday okay. so you'll you'll have sort of a preview to the preview happening on january 19th Perfect. um so keep an eye out on our channels tuesday uh to see that deep dive episode
1: Awesome. Well, you want to continue the conversation of money? Let's do it. All right. Uh, the U.S. Department of Agriculture, which uh, is the USDA, as Jason already told us, mm-hmm. uh, their Agricultural Marketing Service has partnered with the Arkansas Department of Agriculture to help support the state's food supply chain. Mm. Uh, back in May, if we just back up a little bit and kind of set a s- story here, mm-hmm. uh, USDA announced the availability of up to $420 million to the Resilient Food Systems Infrastructure Program Program or RFSI, mm-hmm. which is authorized by the American Rescue Plan. Through this program, AMS has entered into cooperative agreements with state agencies, commissions, or departments responsible for agriculture, commercial food processing, seafood, or food system and distribution activities or commerce activities in states or U.S. territories. It's mouthful, but let's yeah, fast yes. forward to Tuesday. Yeah, USDA and the Arkansas Department of Agriculture announced they are working together to offer Four point two million dollars in competitive grant funding for project projects designed to build resilience resilience across the middle of the food supply chain in Arkansas. So we we've got our own four point two million dollars now just for the state of Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, using RFSI funding, the, the Arkansas Department of Agriculture will expand capacity for the processing, aggregation, and distribution of agricultural products. Funded projects will also include the construction of new facilities or updating of existing facilities or equipment, as well as improving capacity to comply with food safety regulations. The state's priorities are informed uh, by stakeholder engagement and outreach to to underserved producers to better understand their needs. Arkansas Secretary of Agriculture Wes Ward was quoted saying, The Arkansas Department of Agriculture is pleased to help administer the RFSI grant program and looks forward to seeing its positive impacts on our state's largest industry. These funds will strengthen Arkansas agriculture by supporting investments to enhance supply chain operations and equipping producers with tools to expand local food systems. Mm. Uh, uh, just to continue, those interested in receiving a subaward should apply directly through the Arkansas Department of Agriculture by February 16th, 2024. So you've got a little bit more than a month to apply for this program. Mm. AMS encourages applicants or applications that serve smaller farms and ranches new and beginning farmers and ranchers, underserved producers, veteran producers, and underserved communities. Through uh, the program and in addition to the infrastructure funding grant, uh, infrastructure grant funding, the Arkansas Department of Agriculture will support supply chain coordination and technical assistance to farmers and food business operating and processing, aggregation, and distribution, all critical activities to support access to more and better markets for farmers. And if you want more information on how to apply for this program, Go to the Ag Department's ArkansasGrown.com website uh, and just search Resilient Food Systems Infrastructure Grant Program. Yeah, there it is. Uh, and I think this is a pretty interesting program because now I was also reading there aquaculture is part, part of this as well. Oh, interesting. So uh, some of our catfish guys might be able to take advantage of this program
0: i have uh seen across the way from my office this week uh, a lot of work on the arkansas catfish trail yeah uh marketing component of that and that's been fun to see um this is great i mean it's more local foods oh, yeah. uh, making it into your kitchen and, and and from from you know locally grown i will tell you uh the grocery store uh, was kind of out of a few things. So we are going to pack up on Saturday and go up to uh, see the folks at Fly and Sea Ranch Ooh, and yeah. buy Michael buy Lee. some protein to make uh, some good old snow day meals.
1: Man, they've got some good steaks. And if they've got some... And you know
0: they've expanded <laughs> yeah, pork yeah. and chicken now. Yeah, I've heard. Um, Talk to Michael about it. So I'm, I'm excited. Every once in a while,
1: not often or always, they, they have somebody making them cookies, like homemade really? oatmeal cream pie cookies. Uh-oh they're huge they're just, you can't eat the whole thing <laughs> yeah or you'll be sick they're they're phenomenal is that a dare so if you go up there get me five okay all yeah. right i'm gonna do it <laughs> we're gonna seriously we're going saturday i i
0: sent lauren a texas this morning. i said are y'all gonna open the store saturday yeah and she said yeah we're open eight to one i said the browns will be there <laughs> <laughs>
1: well let's take a short yeah. break and hear a bit about what a farm bureau membership can do for your community
0: Your Arkansas Farm Bureau membership supports the work we do on behalf of Arkansas farmers, ranchers, and communities around the state. A $40 annual Farm Bureau membership makes a difference in your neighborhood. From youth leadership programs and academic scholarships to hunger relief and disaster support, you can make a difference and be a champion for your community. Join at ARFB.com. All right, let's get back to the news. Let's uh, do it. Some interesting news from AgriPulse uh, since we last recorded an episode of this show. Uh, they report that global food commodity prices were down sharply in 2023.
1: Are you taking an economist story and I sure making it am. your own? I man,
0: sure man. am. I'm auditioning. <laughs> uh, according to Philip Brasher's reporting here, global prices for food commodities ended 2023 at 10% below their 2022 levels you're right you know i'm, I'm gonna pause this is a, a an economist story uh-huh. it is chock full of numbers so uh just no. a fair warning to the uh to the <laughs> I, to the listener i believe
1: you i believe in you man <laughs> I, you need some practice yeah
0: so global prices for food commodities ended 2023 at 10 percent below their 2022 levels uh philip brasher source here is the UN Food and Agriculture Organization. Mm-hmm. Uh, on a whole, the index was nearly 14% below the 22, 2022 average. Uh, why? We, I think we can answer that. Soybean oil prices dropped 3% in December alone, yeah. largely based on lower biofuel demand and improved weather in Brazil, who's the world's largest producer of soybeans. The vegetable oil index, get this, was down nearly thirty-three percent from twenty in twenty twenty-three from twenty-two. Yeah, wow. from twenty-two. Uh, the FAO price index for grains increased one and a half percent in December, reflecting higher prices for wheat, corn, rice, and barley. But the index for twenty-three, as a whole, was down fifteen point four percent over twenty twenty-two. Hmm. Uh, the index for meat prices fell one percent December. Uh, led by slower demand for pork, beef, and poultry. Uh, and rounding out the report is dairy with an index up almost 2% in December as prices for butter and cheese have increased. But overall, the dairy index was still 16% below its December 2022 level. Okay. So I think the general consensus is across the board, the price index is down we saw some flurries of activity maybe in December. Yeah. Probably Christmas meals or just the three of us mm-hmm. alone may have accounted for that yeah. as much yeah. as we like to cook and eat. Uh but in general, even when we saw an uptick in December over the the year as a whole, in yeah. twenty three was down compared to twenty two. I like how you
1: use that word flurry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I picked that up. <laughs> I picked that up.
0: Uh yeah. Anyway, um yeah, I thought that was
1: Pretty interesting. You know, uh, I read an article that all the weather in the Midwest, like Kansas and up further north of that, has closed a bunch of uh, meat processing facilities. Really, Tyson, Cargill, stuff like that. People are uh, are are getting trapped on the interstate or highway going to work, and then even even if they do make it to work, they've had to stay the night at the facility. But they've uh, had to shut down all processes. That one percent and meat mm-hmm. that went down. I don't know. This that, that could they, be. It, 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 well, and it takes now. us
0: right back to that local foods piece yeah. that you had before. I mean, that's that's where all of that started. Was in COVID and pro- meat processing facilities having to close down mm-hmm. and not being to op- able to operate or keep up. Yeah. Um, well, I you know I had another thought about this story, and and they talk about Brazil soybean oil oh, yeah. prices yeah, being yeah, down yeah. because that Brazil soybean crop, which we've talked about a lot, mm-hmm. and then one of the experts that you had in Doctor Byram, uh, Doctor Byram. And the commodity division said uh, Brazil's been having a drought.
1: Yeah, they, um, they were expected to get, according to uh, Hunter, they're supposed to have a rain either this week or next week that mm-hmm. they think should Bring them get out. them through the season. But, um, yeah, Brazil not only ex- was expected to have a bumper crop, but mm-hmm. now they're going through a drought. They have been snatching up a bunch of that export market, though. Yeah, and soybeans at least. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens down there and how that impacts everything. Prices here, and uh, and then somebody's telling me the other day that the uh, Panama Canal, they've been having drought situations down there too, and it's affecting how many boats can go through the canal. Oh, really? So they're having to either you know go down through the southern tip of South America and then come back up. Oh, and they're they're scared of what that's going to do to prices. Goodness gracious, yeah, no doubt. A lot of things to be worried about.
0: Yeah, well, that's for sure. All, mostly weather-related. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: well, I got one more story. Okay. Uh, Black Vultures. I'm sure a lot of our livestock Is that your new people, band name? <laughs> Black Vultures. <laughs> it should be Tyler oxers because he's the one that does all the permits in of the office. <laughs> uh so any of our livestock folks probably know more than they want to know about black vultures yeah no doubt but uh black vultures mm. and the negative impacts they have on cattle herds are being discussed in the u.s senate as we speak mm. the black vulture relief act which is endorsed by the national cattlemen's beef association or ncba was introduced in the senate just the other day the act uh spearheaded by senator Mark Wayne Mullen serves as a companion of the legislation previously presented in the House of Representatives in 2023. Mm. The goal of this act is to provide a uh, respite to the economic hardship experienced by cattle producers due to the predation of black vultures. So as you probably know, as a livestock uh, producer, you have to apply for permits to remove these birds from your property. Uh, This act uh, hopes to remove that process. Okay. This little background. Gene Copenhaver, the NCBA policy division chair, underscored the financial damage that black vultures, black vulture attacks can inflict on small, family-run cattle farms. He expressed criticism of the existing regulations that limit producers from adequately safeguarding their livestock. Copenhaver uh, also argued that black vultures whose population numbers have grown significantly do not require federal protection, making this new legislation crucial for livelihoods of cattle producers. Interesting. The NCBA has expressed appreciation for the efforts of both Senator Mullen and Representative John Rose and Darren Soto for their advocacy on behalf of cattle producers. A member of the NCBA and a Missouri cattle producer who had witnessed black vulture attacks on his herd previously offered testimony in the House, Natural Resources, Water, Wildlife, and Fisheries subcommittee. The testimony underscored the gravity of the situation for those involved in the industry. The Black Vulture Relief Act uh, is a bipartisan legislation aimed at allowing cattle producers to take immediate action against vultures without requiring a permit, like I said, when their livestock is at risk of er, of injury or death. Hmm. This legislation offers a response to the devastating impacts of black vulture predation on small family-owned cattle operations. It aims to provide relief to cattle producers from the financial and emotional devastation caused by these attacks, signifying a crucial step or crucial steps toward safeguarding the interest of the cattle industry. Um, so that's I, I can't remember how many, I think it's like three permits they can get in a year. Mm-hmm. I'd have to ask Mr. Oxner. I remember but, when we got um, the
0: group permit, that was one of the first things mm-hmm. I did at Farm Bureau, and I knew the number then. I don't, yeah, I don't remember it now, but I can't yeah. remember
1: what it is, um,
2: isn't it? It's, it's, and it's I think, c- think it's three permits, and you get how many birds per permit
1: i want to say three per permit or one per permit yeah i, I don't yeah. remember but
0: it, it's 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 really complicated right like you have it, it you is. have to have the permit you have to terminate the birds you have to uh Make display them in effigy.
2: yeah like uh, it's it's, it's, a it's complicated but i'll say yeah. the, the program that you know we got started here at farm bureau really cuts down on the complication yeah mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. that's uh, that's I think it's why we we've gone ahead and done what we've done the last you know a few
1: years and learned. yeah yeah because originally you had to go through U S Fish and Wildlife Services yeah. uh, and no knocking against them it's no. just, you know a, can be a, a stringent process well uh, I,
0: that's what what we did is we went out and got a a number of permits mm-hmm. that we could sort of sublet I yeah. guess yep. right is yep. that is that's that exactly, yep. um to help farmers you know sort of streamline that process yep. but anyway this will be interesting to watch because I know um this is a huge deal yeah i mean um for them so all right well that's the news for this week uh matthew so glad to have you in here the first first show of the week
2: yeah well uh so yeah yeah yeah, on that note we're a little bit different this week what do you got Um, for us so let me start with asking do you guys believe in or do new year's resolutions that's
1: not what I thought you were about to ask.
2: Uh,
0: well,
2: it's the new year, you know. Yeah, uh, I mean, uh,
0: I was thinking Christmas. Uh-huh. <laughs> so. I, let's not go there. My daughter. Uh, uh,
1: I've been uh, slow this week. Audience of the show. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, yes, I don't consistently make them, yeah. but I have, and I have been known to. Yes.
1: Uh, I, I I can't say that I do or don't. Yeah. You know, well, I do think about it, but I don't like get yeah. myself all up in a. If I don't, yeah, yeah. yeah, well, exactly. and,
2: and so I'm a believer in fun New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. Oh. The, the losing weight and all that stuff, like psh, psh, psh,
0: that's intense. Whatever, <laughs> yeah.
2: like, uh, but like fun things that you want to set goals for yourself. Uh huh. Our podcast always comes back to food. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. so here's the question, oh. um, and I, I have my answer that I'll kind of give. I like this a, already. A food-related New Year's resolution that can be going to a restaurant you've always wanted to go to. It could be. You know, doing making something you've always wanted to try make try a new dish. Um, I'll tell you, mine is I what? am planning to start b- making my own bread this year. Ah. Um. And my, m- the like first that. thing I'm trying is I'm going to try and make brioche bread. Brioche. Oh,
0: one of my favorites. So I'm
2: I'm hoping to make brioche and hopefully I can bring it on the podcast. You know, Heck yeah. we can. Uh, Are you gonna all- make any sourdough? See, here's the sourdough. I, th- I think everyone always goes to sourdough when they sure start they to make bread, and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, what about so, a focaccia? Uh, a focaccia bread, yeah. yeah I'm, I need to go mm. hit up Margie Miss Raimondo, Margie. and uh, it
1: won't be as good as hers, but good luck. It please. won't be
2: as good as hers, <laughs> but could <laughs> I get it like? Already. Oh, I know that too. <laughs> Miss Margie makes. Some incredible focaccia. My bread. wife's got a
0: friend it's who amazing. makes her own bread and actually just recently started a, a an entire, like, profile, YouTube channel, yeah, yeah. TikTok, all this about bread making. Mm-hmm. And I have been very tempted. As a matter of fact, the last time I was in the grocery store, I found myself on the live yeast aisle and that thing. Yeah. And, and I've never, ever tried it. I don't know the science behind it, yeah. anything. But... It generally cook this is how I got into barbecue many years ago. If it takes a while, if it's a process, I want to do it.
2: Yeah. you know it, it, My yeah.
0: wife asked for beans and cornbread as one of our mm-hmm. one of our Ooh. cold weather meals. And I'm like, Okay, I've got the bag of pinto beans on there. You know, she's like, Look, I just require like a can. I'm like, No, we're not no, no. They need to sit on that stove all day and simmer. I yeah, don't, i don't want to do the easy yeah. way you wash know wash them off and then so it. i think bread making might uh, that that's, interests me a yeah, lot
2: that, and so that's that's my food resolution of mm-hmm. i'm going to in uh, brioche is where we're starting it might take me three to six months to get good at that but yeah. you know then i might move on to something else i might move to sourdough mm-hmm. maybe to a rye you know yeah I'd, yeah we'll see but uh what do you guys can, in the last 30 seconds have you come up with anything that you could think of?
1: Uh my cooking has really taken a back seat and I I really enjoy cooking. Yeah, I really do. enjoy good food. That's probably why I I cook. It's cuz mm-hmm. I want to eat good food. Mm-hmm. But my it's taken a back seat since the baby's been here and I guess I should set a goal to and then I should say the reason I want to set this goal it's because my cooking has really shown that I haven't been cooking.
2: Oh, I see. And I see where you're headed. Gotten lazy in the kitchen, just
1: yeah. Some of the meat I've been cooking's been over, not overcooked, but more cooked than what I want. You've, you've lost the sure. touch. You oh, know? Yeah, I've lost that yeah. touch. Yeah. And before I lost the touch, I always thought that I was missing something. Like I, there was a next level that I hadn't reached yet in my mm-hmm. cooking, and I'm so far from that at that point now. So yeah, that, that's my goal. Get back to it. Get back For, to get, it. Get back to it. That's a good one. I
0: like that one. Um, I had a realization uh this week that I have never uh made a roux before. Mm-hmm. And that's one part intimidation yeah. and one mm-hmm. part frankly Well, you better not burn that roux. The, well, girl, you know, the yeah. girls in my house don't love, you know, spicy, I'll say flavorful food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they often tell me that I oversee. <laughs> but I I would really like to uh try and you know get a roux down and see if i can't you know do something with that yeah i make gumbo yeah. well, but was, i am i will ashamedly tell you that i did it with a uh sort a of starter, starter yeah. louisiana mm. you know starter yeah. Yeah. Sort and that of, can be yeah.
2: good but it's it's not the same as it going
1: good. but you yeah. know yeah this is yeah. a little off topic but i was eating lunch today with somebody and i was really thinking about burger week Man, <laughs> you just <laughs> talked man. about burger. Week. Yeah, and that, how we that, all three went and ate at mockingbird. Yeah, that man.
2: mockingbird taco burger. And Woo. I started thinking. I was like, whatever,
1: whatever it was, I was eating at the time. Mm-hmm. I was like, this isn't this is near as good as that burger. <laughs> <laughs> that, that burger, man. Hey, and as we wind
0: up, Matthew made a discovery that I have made recently. Also, oh yeah. If you don't go to the Big W down in Riverdale Big and w. have that smash right, burger, barbecue.
1: Oh um, His the, smash burger Yeah Yeah. I didn't know that Don't had a smash sleep Dude it.
2: incredible really? and, yeah. and $12 with that in a side And like And
1: their chicken uh, That's the best yeah. thing I've had them. Yeah uh, every, I had the burger, yet.
2: Everything there But yeah, yeah that, that
1: brisket burger that, That's another barbecue place That their burger's off the change Yeah, Craig, yeah. Tra- Craig's and Duvall's Bluff I've told you before yeah. With the slaw With the slaw DBB yeah. baby slaw. You Gotta be there <laughs>
2: Be square. <squirm. laughs>
1: All right, I think we've done
0: enough today. Uh, Hopefully we'll be back next week if they didn't have it run us off. Uh, That wraps up the news for this week. Thanks for following along with the Arkansas AdCast. We're grateful for you taking the time to watch and listen.
1: Remember, you can catch new episodes of the show every Thursday afternoon. Find video episodes on Facebook and YouTube. Listen to the audio version wherever you listen to podcasts. And make sure to subscribe and leave us a review when you have a few extra minutes. The Arkansas
0: AgCast is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau. I'm Jason Brown.
1: And I'm John McMinn.
0: And we'll see you next week.